I guess if anyone, perhaps a Protestant or a Muslim, asked any of us why we are in so large number today going to church, I believe you have explanations, you know, like it is the solemnity of immaculate conception. Perhaps he or she might go further asking, what is immaculate conception? What is this all about? Why all the time uh, we gather to honor our Blessed Mother? I believe from our catechetical instruction and also formation in the faith that many of us have good uh, answers to give. As you heard from the gospel this morning, and if you listen very well, you might be thinking that we are celebrating the immaculate conception of Jesus and not Mary because the gospel is about Annunciation, which we usually celebrate in March 25th but it is not Annunciation. But rather, with that story or the visit of the angel to Mary, we can also add more to the answers that we have why we celebrate Immaculate Conception. Honestly, I'm not going to bore you with the dogma of Immaculate Conception by Pope Pius IX, but I just want to offer us a simple explanation of course, us to, to give thanks to God for making known his salvation to all the ends of the earth, like we just heard in the psalm of this morning, Psalm 98. The Lord has made known his salvation, and for that we gather to give him thanks that he has allowed us to share, you know, to have access in that salvation he has made known to the whole world. So a simple uh, appreciation of today's feast we can find in the simple prayer, Hail Mary, in that greeting of the angel Gabriel to our Blessed Mother, the rosary that we say every day, in it we find the authentic explanation also, uh, appreciation of the Immaculate Conception. In the visit you hear the angel said, Hail Mary, full of grace. Of course, Immaculate Conception is that Mary was preserved from the stain of original sin before conception. So God, because of the special role that she is going to be the mother of God, and of course, uh, our mother, she was preserved from that stain of original sin. And how do we know that? From this greeting of the angel, and of course, from the hell, hell Mary that we say every day. Hell Mary, full of grace. Full of grace can also translate to mean the most highly favored or you have found favor with God. So that favor is you are preserved because of the role you are to play. Of course, what is grace? Grace is a merited gift of God, gratuitous gift of God that all of us will receive. Without the grace of God, we cannot do anything. Even the little good things we think that we do all the time, it is not even by our own might, you know. Without the grace of God, we cannot even do any good thing at all. So, full of grace, the Lord is with you. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women from the greeting of Elizabeth, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. So, the fullness of this grace 
overshadowed our blessed mother. If you read the Gospel of Luke, where you read us the story, by the power of the Holy Spirit, our blessed mother was overshadowed and filled with all the graces that she need to be the mother of the world. But we are not going to dwell so much on the doctrine, but what is the implication of today's solemnity to you and I? One, full of grace, we also have access to the grace of God each time we gather to hear him in the scripture and also to celebrate him in the sacrament because in the sacraments, we are also filled with grace of God. Grace to be his sons and daughters and grace to be, to do, sorry. Grace to be and grace to do so that with the grace to, to do, we can take on every good work like our blessed mother to say, yes, here I am. Behold, let it be done to me according to your will. And we have the Lord being with us. The Lord is with you. And that is the promise at the end of the Matthew's Gospel 28. I am with you to the end of time. The Emmanuel who is always with us, we can see each time we gather as a Christian community, of course, the scripture tells us where two or three are gathered. I am there in their midst. The Lord is also with us in a very special way in the sacrament of the Holy Eucharist. That is why we are encouraged all the time to visit the Arlington Chapel or even make out private time to come before the Lord because he is always with us. The Emmanuel who promised that he will be with us until the end of life. Blessed are you among women. We are also blessed in many ways. You can count the many blessings you've received from the Lord. Maybe perhaps this year or the previous year, and we continue to receive every day. And so we become blessed when we live out the Christian verses or the beatitude that you see in uh, the Gospel of Matthew chapter 5, we become blessed when we are poor in spirit. We are blessed when we are meek, humble, and uh, all of the uh, eight beatitudes. When we are living out this Christian call of beatitude, we are also blessed. So in the solemnity we have today, we see and also hopeful and joyful that the same merit or gain of eternal life for our blessed mother becomes ours in Christ Jesus. That is why the second reading of this mass, Paul, and it's a beautiful reading outside of today. You can also be using it every day to reflect the marvelous deed that the Lord continues to do for you and I. said, blessed be God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ. He has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessings in heaven. Now, one, before the foundation of the world, he chose us. Before the foundation of the world, he chose us to be what? Holy and blameless before him. And also, he predestined us. Some versions will say he ordained us or he destined us to be his adopted sons and daughters. 
So that allowing us to share in the intimacy of his life, he destined us to be his sons and daughters through Jesus Christ our Lord. And that is something wonderful that we can always rely on no matter whatever is going on in the world, in the community, in our life, to always remember that God chose us in Christ Jesus to be his sons and daughters. And if indeed the Lord is with us, Romans 8 from 31, if the Lord is indeed with us, who and what can be against us? Nothing, 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 not even sickness or death or anything, because we know that the Lord is with us always. So as we gather to celebrate this face of our Blessed Mother, I remind us one thing to reverence our Blessed Mother, you know, we give her the honor, that is one. Two, asking her to intercede for us, but the most above all is to imitate her example. Think about all the vicious life of our Blessed Mother. You can make our time today to pick one of her qualities, perhaps the vessel of humility or the vessel of even when you do not understand what is going on and happening around you, how do I respond? What will our blessed mother do? So that's where the feast of today becomes more fruitful and meaningful, taking the example of our blessed mother. May our blessed mother continue to intercede for us always through Christ our Lord. Amen.